everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, and joining me, as always, is Tim. <laughs> yeah, that was... Okay. <laughs> it, was a, it was a little cheeky. A little cheeky? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it got you to make a noise when I said, hey, there's Tim, so I mean, that's a good sign, you know? I'll just have to get cheekier. And cheekier. This is a horror movie podcast every episode, uh, every week. That's, well, I say every week, but we actually do like six episodes a month now, so it's actually more than every week, technically. It's like, it's like... Except for the months that have six weeks in them. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to hope that was a joke and move on. Uh, so we talk about horror movies every week. Uh, we watch a movie, we get together, we talk about it. And this episode's movie is going to be The Runes, which was actually a Patreon vote winner every month on patreon.com slash TV or $5 not patrons get to pick between four movies and they voted for this one, uh, The Runes. And I don't remember what the vote was. Oh, actually, no, I do, I do remember. This was uh, this was all the uh, this was the second chances. All all the votes we had in twenty nineteen, uh, we picked four the uh, four of the losers over the over the year and gave them a second <laughs> chance. And the ruins is what won. So so the ruins came out in two thousand eight and is directed by Carter Smith. It's one that I have seen available on just about every streaming service i've ever had and i've seen the poster you know there i've seen it on netflix i've seen it on amazon i've seen it on shudder <laughs> like it's it's just mm-hmm. always there it's one of those movies but for some reason i never actually watched it i never got it's, it's to one it. of those ones that's always available until we decide to do it and then mm-hmm. that's when it's like oh, okay now we gotta pay for it <laughs> yeah uh, it, was on amazon. I, it was on amazon prime for me tim i don't know about you. <laughs> No, it, uh, no, it wasn't. It, I, I believe it was on uh, Cinemax, but you know, I, I just don't have that, oh, well. that channel. <laughs> yes, uh, The Ruins is a film about a group of you know uh, college students who are on vacation in Mexico, and they end up befriending this German who's also visiting there, uh, Matthias. Uh, I'd have said Matthias. Uh, if I you know when I saw his name written down, but they were saying Matthias. Uh, I would say Matthias. Hmm. Matthias, yeah. A lot, a lot of potential pronunciations of this name, but they, they were definitely saying Matthias, because I, I noted how weird it was. Uh, but he kind of said, oh yeah, my friends went to this archaeological dig site, and it's like, oh, that's these ruins out in, the, out in the jungle, and it's like off the beaten path, it's not even on the map. And they agree to go, they go out there, and there's basically... Uh, how much do you... Because obviously we're starting spoiler-free mm-hmm. here, if that wasn't clear. Uh, we'll warn you later on before we go into spoilers. But how to... I mean, what the... Hmm. Uh, and see, so they get to this site, and then they kind of are quickly surrounded by uh, natives who won't mm. let them leave, and then you kind of... <laughs> quickly so they kind of like stranded it in this like little spot and then you find yeah. out that there's uh <laughs> you know s- some stuff <laughs> that's there yes there's there's a horror <laughs> element of course uh that puts them in danger uh so yes oh just oh, it's, it's the plants all right it's, it's the veins and the plants right they're <laughs> yeah they're, they're, they're killer like, vines the killer veins that's the general gist of the runes it's worth mentioning as well of course that it stars jenna malone uh you know a younger jenna oh, malone yeah. uh, this, this is probably the earliest thing i've seen her in uh, unless you've seen Donnie Darko? Oh, I have, yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize she was in that. What age was she in that? Yeah. She must have been really young in that. Yeah, she's probably like, you know, maybe early 20s, 18-ish. Wait, there's a new film called Stardust coming out this year? That's weird. Mm. Uh, not, not to be confused with the other thing. Oh, she's been in stuff since the 90s. She was in Contact? 
<laughs> I've seen Contact, but okay, I'll put it this way. This is the earliest I've seen her in something when I knew who she was. <laughs> right? <Okay. laughs> Clearly some of this younger stuff, I, you know, I never, you know, saw her in. Uh, See, like, I was, like, in high school, I was a big fan of her because she was in all, like, the cool indie movies that I liked, like Donnie Darko and Dangerous Lives of Alter Boys. So. Okay, all right. Okay, you hipster. Um, <laughs> oh, she was Into the Wild. I do, I do like Into the Wild. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, okay. So that's, that's just kind of when she started to become a thing uh, in my sort of, you know, perception, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Uh, oh, then she was in Is suck. she still a thing, though? I don't, I don't think I've seen her in much. Well, she was in Neon Demon, which wasn't that long ago. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, oh, she was in to Die Young this year. She was in all. She was in, all, in the episodes of that. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. Okay. So she's working with Raffin. Supposed to be in, uh, in one of those uh, Zack Snyder movies. Oh, God. BVS or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was supposed to be, yeah. Uh, she was in Nocturnal Animals, and... Uh, yeah. She's actually credited IMDb. has been in uh, Batman v Superman. I guess she... But maybe she's in the extended cut. <laughs> well they gotta release it <laughs> which they did release it <laughs> they gotta release another one <laughs> <laughs> it's justice league you're thinking of that they've not released the uh the alternate cut <laughs> the snyder cut as as, as the as the people in it next call it uh and it also stars sean ashmore um who's i mean ultimately they're interchangeable there's two ashmores and i can't tell them apart <laughs> so uh sean's the one in this okay for the record okay <laughs> all right i'm glad i'm glad you find that interesting <laughs> so much to so much to add about sean asmar so, sorry i don't know uh, too much about these ashmores <laughs> i think he was the one that was in the the video game i played whenever uh quantum break <laughs> no the uh the one from the people that did until dawn <laughs> That's like a really dumb name. Ah, like uh, uh, the man of Badan. Yeah, 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 that one. All right, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. He is in that, or the, well, one of them's in that. I don't know which one it is because they look the same. What one was in Smallville and one was in Superman Returns, and it was the different ones. And I don't. Uh, okay. It's a whole weird thing. Uh, but yes, Sean Ashmore's in this. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, the, the premise. That's basically it. Uh, so I will ask the question, Timothy, did yeah. you enjoy The Runes? Uh, I, I did, yeah. It was nice to... Um, I'd seen it when it came out, but it'd been a, a pretty long time. Um, and I actually read the book, the book for this because I think uh, before the movie even came out, uh, I had, uh, I think my brother recommended it to me. And I think it's one of those kind of popular ones. That a lot of people were like, oh, hey, this book's actually pretty good. And then I kind of quickly got uh, optioned for a movie, um, which as far as I remember, it feels pretty faithful. But I mean, I <laughs> I mean, it's been over a decade, you know, since uh, since I read the book and, and stuff. So I can't really uh, I tell you if that's true or not, but, but it looks like the, the person who wrote the script though was the author. So, mm. um, so I'm sure it probably is for the most part, but, uh, I actually think it's pretty good. I think the, um, you know, it's a, it's an interesting premise. Uh, I, you know, the, the characters, uh, actually found like, you know, they're kind of playing like, I, I don't know if they're supposed to come off as like typical, you know, obnoxious drunk tourists, but I actually think they're like pretty likable, you know, um, maybe cause they you know, are instantly thrust in a situation where you kind of want to see them 
you know survive or whatever but there's some definitely some good gore and like some good practical effects and like some kind of creepy stuff that goes on with the plants and uh, definitely a lot of like squeamish you know uh gore and stuff in here so uh, i actually think it's pretty fun yeah i think it's okay i, I, don't, I don't i don't love it uh it's it's you know i i don't know if i actually agree that the characters are that likable um they were, they were kind of in a weird neutral place for me i'd say sure uh yeah for the most I, part. I just feel like they weren't as like obnoxious as I thought, you know, they were going to be. Sure, they they can definitely be worse. Uh, no doubts about that. Uh, it's you know, it's just, it's got a lot of the, the tropes that you expect in a story like this. It's got the uh, can you take us to these ruins? Like, oh no, 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 no one goes there. You know, like the, the warnings that they ignore, all all those yeah. kind of tropes. Like, it has a lot of those things in there. Um, it. it it's definitely more interesting once it gets going because I wasn't necessarily sure what the premise really was before I watched it beyond they go to some ruins. I didn't realize yeah. that it had this kind of standoff like mentality where they're kind of trapped in one place. You know, I didn't know that was kind of the gist of it. Yeah. Uh, I guess I was expecting a lot more running and chasing and things like that. And I'm not disappointed it wasn't. If anything, I'm actually pleasantly surprised it was uh, something a little bit different. It's, uh, you know, the cast is solid enough. Uh, I don't think the characters are that interesting uh, in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of not forced drama, but there's like some stuff that's set up at the start that's kind of just there to give them something to talk about later. <laughs> like there's not, yeah. a, there's, you know, the, the characters are interesting. There is, a... I, I kind of like though that it, it feels like they set that stuff up, but and it feels like you know when stuff kind of starts to go down between some of the characters they bring that up but then uh i I like that the other characters are kind of they seem like they're quickly like let's not worry about that like that's not important now Mm. like what is important is you know dealing with this and i kind of admire that yeah i think it's almost the fear of it turning into bullshit drama is almost just as bad as actually doing it because i'm just i'm worried the whole time (laughs) that they're going to do something really annoying uh it like I think, uh, like you say, the the some of the effects are pretty fun. Definitely very sort of squeamish in terms of like you know watching, but like oh, oh, you know, like there's, yeah. there's moments <laughs> you don't like looking at. And I like the kind of the, the general setup. I don't, I don't know if it necessarily completely capitalizes on exactly what it's doing, and it's definitely not my favorite movie of like people getting infected by something. Um, I'd have to go with. Uh, Another film that we've not done from the same year, in fact, uh, Splinter, which I'm sure we'll do at some point. Uh, but I, I, I recall liking that one more than this. But it wasn't a bad time, though. Uh, you know, we, we watch a lot of movies that are painful to get through, and I, I think this was kind of just in, and you know, in that sweet spot of like, oh, it's uh, it's it's, uh, it's pretty watchable, and I'm, I don't regret sitting through it, and it goes in quite quick. It's yeah. ninety minutes. It's it, it does the beats that it needs to do. Uh, but it also doesn't reinvent any wheels. It doesn't do anything particularly special, or like. There's a, I think there's a reason why this movie is your is always available to rent or to stream yeah. staple. <laughs> but it's also not one that people really talk about that much. It's kind of in sure. that weird. It's like oh, it's not bad enough for everyone to be like, oh my god, this movie sucks, and like, yeah. can you believe how bad this is? But it's also not good enough to be like I don't know, like. It's it's not gonna make any like top ten lists or anything like that. Like it's not spectacular, but it, you know it, it's also not bad either. Like you can't really think of like much about it that would make me say like you know like oh come on like this part was so stupid or you know so cliche or whatever. It's like no, it's like 
you know, it, yeah, it is just kind of in that middle ground where it's like, hey, you know, it's good. It's not a hard watch. It's fun. But yeah, I mean, once you see it, you don't really yeah, like have a huge desire to see it again or anything or. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's OK, though. Like, you know, movies can just be OK. I feel like sometimes, you know, it almost feels insulting uh, when you talk about a movie and you're just like, it's fine or whatever. It's like that's not always a bad thing, <laughs> especially like you said, sometimes we watch a lot of shit and it's <laughs> nice when something is, can, is just like, OK, or not bad. Oh, <laughs> hmm. well, the director that an episode Into the Dark last year. Okay. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Midnight Kiss. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a bad one. Uh, yeah, I think that was just the. I think that was the most recent one because that was the, the New Year's one, I believe. Mm. Was, uh, sorry, I did not enjoy it. Uh, he started off with shorts. He did S Club Seven Reach. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Did, did, did S Club Seven ever be, even make it to the US? Was that something that people knew about? Uh, I, I do remember growing up, they had a show that was on, like, uh, I think it was like ABC Family at the time or something. Had a show? Yeah. What was the show? I, I mean, I didn't watch it. <laughs> but... They were a pop group. What the hell was the show about? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was like, I don't know, like a show about them, like, running around, like, you know, like kind of like a kid's, like, you know, or tween sitcom or something like they'd run around and have to do a show or something all right <laughs> uh, okay i'll take your word for it i'll take your word for it that, uh, s club seven the the, the, the sitcom exists <laughs> weird but anyway uh the, the, i think the movie's uh you know enjoyable enough like i i think yeah. uh this is the sort of thing that i think is perfect for like a little marathon if you're you know wanting to chip away at some movies and you want stuff that's, sure. you know, at least, you know, in that kind of watchable kind of class. Um, but that, that's kind of a, that's kind of a, it doesn't really reach much higher than that either. Uh, which, as you say, is okay. Uh, it doesn't need to, you know, be be the most amazing thing ever. Uh, and it's fine. So, yeah, I guess we'll give the spoiler warning then so we can talk about uh, everything that happens in it. So, uh, so just before we get into the spoilers, though, I will give some thanks to our Patreon producers for the month. Uh, David Short, Alison M. Fordyce, Cindy Palacios, and Tyler Hess. Thank you to you guys. Uh, that means that they are in the $20 or above tiers on patreon.com slash TV, where you can go and support us uh, for as little as $1 per month. And for that $1, you get bonus episodes every month. Uh, you get one bonus episode every month. There's a back catalogue now of like 13 episodes you can check out. And uh, yeah, so that's that's just for one dollar. Five dollars gets you access to the voting every month, early access to a couple of episodes, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, go and have a have a look, see, and see if you're interested in keeping the the show coming and supporting the content and all that jazz. So yeah, uh, so the movie opens with the the characters just sort of sitting by the pool, and we get a sort of basic int- introduction to them, an introduction to uh, Mateus, who they, they kind of meet. And I actually thought it was setting up that the Mateus was going to be like be like a like betray them or he like lured them there because the way they kind of introduced Mateus where he's kind of looking over at them, and yeah. I'm like, oh, is he like you know he's going to like go and make small talk and like give her a earring back that she's lost because it'll make them trust them or whatever like yeah <laughs> or yeah it seems like kind of like was this around the same time as like Hostel like it's, it seems like that kind of thing where you have the uh, 
you know, these unexpected uh, Americans uh, in another country. And then, uh, you know, this foreigner <laughs> comes up to him and with, uh, was, uh, leads him somewhere astray. <laughs> yeah, a few years later, maybe Hostel 2 or 3 may have been out around the same same yeah. time. So, yeah, I can see that. Uh, but ultimately, you know, the, the only thing of note that really happens in the opening section is when they're out on the beach and they're with this guy, this, this German guy, Matthias, is that uh, Jeff, who's like the med student of the group, and uh, he's 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 because there's there's two couples, so he's dating Amy, who's Jenna Malone's character, and he goes to bed because he wants to like study or something like that. He goes back to the room, uh, and Amy is dancing with Matthias, and the other two, you know, uh, Sean Ashmore's character Eric and Stacy, uh, they are kind of make bets if like Jenna Malone will do anything inappropriate with this guy, and she kind of starts kissing him on the ear, and it's like, oh, this is getting kind of raunchy, and so they kind of break it up and like get you know pull her away. Um, but it sets up this idea that you know when she's drunk at least she might cheat on Jeff and this is yeah. you know something that's sort of lingering over the movie from, from then on and, and and I like in the scene too like Mateus he kind of like you know he kind of motion like when that starts happening he kind of motions over towards the friends kind of mm. like hey can you do something about this like you know, he's, a, he's a good guy he's not really like taking advantage of her mm. you know he's kind of like uh, hey <laughs> come help out with this <laughs> come in the pry your friend away from me please <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, the, what sticks out to me is that there was like a really weird random where you have to have boobs in this movie scene where oh, yeah. uh, Stacy's like getting changed, and I'm like, why? Why does? Why is she getting changed in this scene? There's like no reason to have this this scene of boobs, and I love boobs. Don't get me wrong, but it just it was so gratuitous for no reason. Yeah. Uh, but hey, so they they go off. Uh, Gemma Malone doesn't want to go. She's feeling kind of sick because she was so drunk the night before and they they but they go anyway um they have to hike she's in sandals so she's not really happy about that um there's not a whole lot to say about this first little chunk uh in all honesty no, really. no, uh, yeah. outside of yes there's the, the the taxi cab driver who doesn't want to go there until he's paid because he's like ah no 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 you don't go there i'll take you to one of the tourist places um mm. and then they meet some creepy kids in the in the jungle who presumably go and alert the uh the the men who come and kind of mm. like confront them because when they get to the temple, they get to the, the ruins, they're accosted by these all these men. There's quite a number of them. And they've got guns and uh, you know bows and arrows, and they're threatening to them. And basically... And like one other guy with them, too. That's true, yes. Right. Like, uh, yeah. Matthias has got like a friend with them, yes. And the red shirt, because he's about to die. <laughs> <laughs> because when Amy like touches some of the vines at the back, they all start. all these people start freaking out the mines. And yeah. they uh, shoot uh, this other guy in the head because he he tries to like come forward to like sort of like calm them down, and they shoot him. So they all everyone gets scared and they run up to the top of the ruins and they're like you know these people aren't attacking them they're just they're keeping a perimeter and they're not letting them leave and if they go near them they'll they'll shoot them but so they're all up top and they're scared at this point and this is kind of what the, the main premise of the movie is is that they're up the top of these ruins. And they're trying to survive because they think, oh, okay, if we don't show up for a flight tomorrow, you know, if uh, Matthias's friends don't, you know, hear from him, that people will come and look for us and that we'll get back up and people will come and find us and save us. We just have to survive. Um, and then slowly they kind of learn that, oh, wait, no, they're, 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 this, is, this is not just them being hostile. They're they're putting us in quarantine and they're mm-hmm. doing this, you know, once they sort of slowly... And the, the way they learn this is... I do kind of like this, actually. Uh, so after... <coughs> Matthias gets hurt. Matthias gets hurt because there's like a, a shaft that the, the, the actual, you know, uh, 
archaeologists have been using uh, mm. to go down into this into these ruins, and they're lowering him down on this wench, you know, on this rope. They, they keep hearing a, a cell phone, and yes. I, I think he mentions like his. I think he said his brother went there. Yeah. And he's like, and he like, here's his brother's cell phone. So like, oh yeah, like lower me down. I can, I can grab the cell phone and uh, yeah, we can call for help. Yeah. So, but the rope snaps and he drops, you know, half the distance and uh, gets hurt. And because of this, like, we really need help. We need to call for help. Maybe we can explain to these people that someone's hurt. So, Jim alone and, uh, and Jeff, they go down to try and talk to them. And she gets so frustrated when they won't listen to her. And obviously, they, they don't speak English or even Spanish. They're, they're speaking something mm-hmm. else. Uh, she she picks up a part of a vine and throws it at the, the crowd of people. And one of their kids is there, and it hits the kid in the arm. And they all just back away from the kid and then shoot the kid right in front of them. And that's how they <laughs> learn, like, no, no, no. They're not going to let us leave because they see anyone who's touched these things as... As, as, as a danger and obviously at this point they don't really know why yet like they've not really you know seen any effects of it yet but that's kind of like how they find out that something like that is happening here and from there i mean we have a, a series of events uh of how this stuff starts to affect anything that dies the veins kind of take and kind of pull in and like consume uh we see that uh we also see like we have a whole rescue mission where they try to get Mateus up from the bottom of the, the, the ruins. Mm-hmm. And because they move him, because he, uh, you know, because he can't feel his legs, he's paralyzed, they basically, like, probably, you know, do far more damage to his back, yeah. to, his, to his spine by moving him. Uh, to the point where, you know, even though Stacy was the one who was like, no, going home, I was like, no, we should do this, we should definitely do this. Like, she, she's regretting it immediately as soon as they bring him up yeah. because it's like, hey, we should never have moved him. He's probably going to always be paralyzed now. Um, yeah. And, and, then, uh, and of course, since like Jeff is like a medical student, he's mm. kind of able to, you know, like uh, help out with anyone who's having like health issues and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's giving ahead a little bit. But what they end up doing to uh, Mateus is like, geez, like, he seemed like such a nice guy. And I feel like he just like does not really deserve what like happens to him. Yeah, because it's actually when the others are fighting uh, yeah. that he... he... Well, actually, even before that, the whole thing where they, they discover after like they've been asleep for one night in their tents, uh, they come out, and there was some veins like on one of their legs. Like Stacy's leg had a vein wrapped around it, and they kind of that freaks them out, and they're like, "Oh, what's happening here?" And they rip it off and whatever. But they go over and they lift up the blanket that's on Mateus, and there's veins that have been eating away at his legs to the point where it's like you can see the bone, like you know, like yeah. his legs are like you know barely there anymore. Uh, and it leads to this this whole thing where it's like, well, he's going to get infected and die, so we have to amputate his legs. You know, and this is the medical student who's saying this, and you know, Sean Ashmore's like, no, 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 like you're, a, you're, I mean, you're training for this, but you're not actually qualified yet. Like, we can't just yeah. listen to this. But he's like, no, he's going to die. Uh, and Mateus eventually, you know, hears this and chimes in and says, no, do it, cut them off. Uh, so we get a pretty kind of, we don't really see it, admittedly, but we get, I get a pretty gruesome implication of them smashing his legs so that they break the bones <laughs> and then cutting through the leg with basically just a small knife. Like, that's all yeah. they've got. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's just pretty rough. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's handled fairly well. Um, because you don't get to see a lot of it, though, it's not as gruesome as some stuff that comes up later on. 
Uh, there's definitely some stuff later on that I think was the highlight from a visual perspective in terms of horror, mm-hmm. but uh, the you know the, the the ladies waiting in a tent and like listening and hearing them scream, uh, yeah, because that because that was one of the things as well is uh, the, uh, Jeff claimed that he was paralyzed from the waist down so he wouldn't feel any of this, mm-hmm. but as it's happening he's screaming and yeah like the the ladies are like hey you said he wouldn't feel anything so well he, he didn't he couldn't have it, it was just he could he could see it so he was he was kind of reacting yeah. like he was supposed to and yeah yeah like there's like a lot of cutaways and stuff but just uh, again just you get enough of like a, a sense and a to imagine what's going on and it's so brutal it's like yeah the idea of having to smash his bones with a rock and then cut his legs off and then use a frying pan to like uh you know uh what do you call it cauterize yeah. the wounds it's just like oh bad for the guy and then like it, it almost seems like um it, it's almost kind of like comedic then afterwards you see the vines just dragging his legs away <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's where we see them kind of come to life and just take it away um yeah. and he's on his own I and it's just, I think it's the sound effects that make this the most effective of the whole sequence. Yeah. So you you hear all of it. You don't see all of it, but you do definitely hear all of it. Uh, and that's you know is what it is. Um, of course, there's the dark irony that he is you know he's the first of the five to die. You know uh, from from this remaining group, and it happens when the rest of them are fighting. We'll get to kind of that separately. Uh, but he is basically the veins go in his mouth and choke him to death, and then drag yeah. away his body. But there was actually a really darkly funny line from Eric uh, when they see that he's died, where he just kind of goes, "Good thing we cut off his legs." Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's like okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe not reading the room right, but still, it was actually pretty funny. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So the thing is, is that Stacy has like kind of her own side of this, where she slowly freaks out more and more throughout the film. She uh, obviously gets scared. Um, and she starts to freak out and suspect that there's vines in her and she's worried. But the big thing happens that uh, she basically freaks out and uh, overhears that... She she thinks she hears Amy and her boyfriend, Eric, Sean Ashmore, having sex. And she comes out of her tent and says, well, how, how are you out here, you know, screwing uh, when I'm right here in pain, blah, blah, blah. And, they're, and they weren't. They, you know, they were sitting having a conversation. You know, we, we, we saw the whole scene. Like, we know they're just, you know, talking about what the plan is and how... Their only chance to escape might be for someone to make a run for it and you know get away, um, and this is where the, the the whole you know her possibly cheating at the start of the movie kind of comes into it, um, and you know Stacy yells this out about her, and and so on, um, but of course the actual sound that she was hearing was created from the flowers on the vines, which we had revealed in an earlier scene where they go <laughs> down because they hear more phone ringing and the two girls go down to the bottom of the ruins, and. They actually see, and it's actually a pretty neat effect. You see these flowers kind of like shimmering as if they're making the sound. Is it? It's almost like they can mimic sounds that they've heard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that was that was kind of neat. Uh, they get attacked by the vines and they have to run up, and you know it's just kind of a, a, a whatever scene. I, I think what's interesting about this to an extent for me is that the movie like could almost function without the veins themselves like you could just mm. skew it a little bit and have the people that are keeping them there keep them there for some other reason and it's mm. more about a survival of how do we escape and i think that's actually where a lot of the interest comes from the vein stuff although does add a lot of fun horror stuff to it um mm. and i i do wish it kind of almost went further with some of it but like there is some good stuff to be had like you know stacy 
being convinced that the the veins are inside her and there there is at one point uh, after yeah. the fight uh, and jeff like you know cuts it out you know he, he gets some alcohol for the wound and he cuts into her and he you know pulls out uh, this this you know vein parasite thing and like throws it to the side but there's then one on her forehead and she thinks there's one on her forehead she she's aware of it but they all kind of like you know they kind of lie to her because like well we can't yeah. really do anything about that uh, but she ends up getting a knife herself and when they get out of the tents like the next day she's just like slashed herself in multiple places and, and this is what i was talking about how there's like a really great horror visual later uh mm. her having all these slices all over her body yeah. um and her like reaching into them and trying to pull things out of her of these gashes oh. looked really good from a, a gruesome perspective it looked yeah. re- and she's saying it's just okay it's okay i just have to get this one she, she, she comes across yeah. as properly psychotic by the time she says yeah. this yeah and she does like a, a a great job of like uh you know she's playing that paranoid character but you know this is one of those instances where she is right like we see you know the vine kind of like swimming uh through her skin and um yeah just yeah like you said that that visual of her just all cut up and then yeah i mean at some point they are like literally pulling like vines out of her and yeah that was definitely like one of the most squeamish uh parts of the movie um but yeah, there's a there's like a lot of different things at play here. Like you have the, you know, the danger of, uh, you know, like the the villagers, um, you know, killing them if if they go too far. And then you have you know the danger of the vines, and then also just the you know idea of survival because uh, they kind of bring up like stuff about having to ration water and food and everything. Um, but then, yeah, it feels like. Uh, yeah, they kind of get away from that, you know, especially once that, all the pine uh, stuff goes down. Yeah, I, I think that's one yeah. of the things that I would have either went further with in the movie is that they you know, they mentioned the rationing water early on, but ultimately it never really feels like it's that much of a factor for the rest of the film. Like, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, the food and water situation, it never feels like it really plays into it too much. And yeah. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure you could say, oh, part of why Stacey's going crazy is because she's not had anything to eat or drink, really. Uh, like, sure. I'm sure, yeah, you can say that it's aff- affecting things, but I don't think the movie really does much with it in terms of really making plot out of it. Uh, but, yeah. you know, no, it is there. That, that element is there. Uh, and Honestly, the survival stuff and the planning and trying to get away might be my favorite kind of like... It's essentially a bottom. And once they get there, it's all at this one location. And yeah. it's about how do we try and escape. Um, so... Like- yeah, like, uh, honestly, I do kind of like all the different ideas and them all kind of, um, yeah, like, you know, like coming together uh, and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it does feel like maybe there is stuff that could have gone farther with or maybe might have been a little interesting. Uh, but at the same time, um, I don't know. I, I do like, you know, like uh, what we did get. Yeah, I think it's just a case of I wish, like, I like all the ideas. I just wish they took some of them a bit further. That's uh, yeah. maybe my thing. But uh, so Stacy and her, you know, her freak out moment, they try to take the knife away from her. She actually ends up stabbing Eric, and Eric dies, mm-hmm. and the veins come for him. And then once she realizes what she's done, she begs for them to kill her. So mm-hmm. Jeff steps in and kills her with a knife. Uh, it's, you know, it's just really, so we're at this point, we're really dark ending. And. Uh, ultimately, Jeff's like, okay. He wipes like blood from Stacy all over uh, Jenna Malone and says, "Right, you're gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna pretend you're dead. I'm gonna distract him. You're gonna run away." Uh, and she does. And this is the the one weird thing about the ending for me is that this works. You know, he kind of lures them away from her, like what they think is her dead body, 
and then he gets shot with you know arrows and guns and this whatever and she runs away she gets to the jeep and she drives off and that's basically the end of the story but all i could think was is that morally speaking like i wish they'd done more with the idea that maybe they should choose not to leave because once they see what the the vines are doing because it's not just that the vines are attacking them it's that it's literally growing on their clothes and on their skin is that there is like a disease element to it where they now have it in them and it will spread (laughs) yeah i I mean it it does feel like a i mean on the one hand you kind of want the characters to survive i guess but then on the other hand it is like yeah i don't know like it would probably be better if you were just like yeah we should not (laughs) you know uh keep going or like you just go down there and you're like hey we finally get it just kind of you know point to the guy with the gun and be like hey can you take care of us like yeah uh yeah it's yeah. Uh, that's the one weird element for me is that i wish to put into the mora- morality of it because when jerry malone gets away at the end i'm kind of like should she though <laughs> like i don't know if she yeah. should like this is a bad idea and i think what's weird as well is that the final little scene is like you know a scene of like the, the greek friends of uh, Matthias like showing up at the temple as if they're going to be like the next victims and i thought what was strange about that is that uh, i did a bit of research on the original ending of the movie uh, it was I different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was actually going to be like, Jenna Malone did die eventually, you know, just from being infected. Mm-hmm. And like, from her grave, like the vines were growing and that was going to be like, it was like the grave digger or someone was going to like be reaching out to touch it and that would be the end well, of they, the movie. Yeah, they actually filmed it. I don't know if you watched it or just read it. Just, just, but... I just read about it. I didn't see it. Now. I, yeah, I think if you go to like YouTube, you can watch it because, uh, yeah, uh, Melissa was actually looking at it and she was like, oh, hey, here's a alternate ending. But it was kind of cool. Like, uh, the one thing I thought that was kind of weird about it is, yeah, they show like a cemetery and you just see a grave that says Amy, but it's like there's no last name, which oh, I thought really? was kind of weird. Yeah, that's like, odd. Right. <laughs> uh, but then it, it's like um, I, I think there's like a, a grave uh, digger that's like walking by and he's like whistling. And then, yeah, he passes by the grave and you see like a flower mm. growing out of it. And then the flower starts whistling, too. See, uh, I actually it's kind of cool. I prefer that ending because it actually follows on from what the main story ended with. because. Yeah. The way this movie actually ends with just these two other guys like finding the ruins, all I could think was, well, yeah, but Jenna Malone got away. She's going to spread this to the rest of the world. Like you could literally do a sequel to this, which is like post-apocalyptic, where yeah. <laughs> like it's not all over the, the planet. Like you could do something with that potentially. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's a little bit weird, and I do I do wish that moral choice. Like I I really think that as the movie went on, it should have maybe become this moral debate between characters yeah. who think no, we shouldn't survive this. We sh- we should not leave here. Well- I think especially uh, with Jeff, he's kind of set up as being like a little bit more like clinical mm-hmm. and, you know, um, a guy that kind of is calm and, and thinks things through. So it's and especially, you know, with his medical background, like he seems like the kind of person that would be like, no, like, you know, we got to think about, uh, you know, we don't want to spread disease. Like, you know, uh, like he's looking at it very like clinically and medically as like, oh, no, we should. Uh, yeah stay here and then that that could create like yeah some more conflict yeah and i think that's where the really interesting conflict could have come from uh but even knowing what he knows knowing that this thing could spread and that like essentially understanding that what these people are doing around them uh, is actually a good thing and keeping like the rest of the world safe yeah. <laughs> uh he still like devises this devises this plan for jenna malone to get away at the end and all i could think was i don't know if this is the right choice and i feel like the movie should have explored that 
That, that should yeah. have been a... Tr- okay, I'll accept that maybe they ultimately decide, that, like, for whatever reason, that, okay, maybe we actually weigh the odds and get, get her to a hospital so people can actually examine this and understand it or whatever. But, like, there's nothing. It's just, it's just no, no, just get away. <laughs> Let's not think about yeah, it. Yeah, like, also, especially, like, the... I don't think it's a bad plan that they come up with, but mm. it still feels too easy. Mm. Like... Because, you know, he, he's kind of he's talking to him. And as he's walking, uh, you know, the, the villagers and stuff are, are following him, um, which is fine. I totally get that. But then it still feels like they're not that far away that once, yeah. you know, she starts running. It seems like the people should like very quickly, like turn around and be like, oh, shit, she's alive. Like what I thought I was know. going to happen here, what the plan was, I thought it was going to be like once he's dead, they're going to leave because they think everyone's dead. And then yeah. she was going to get up and, and leave. But yeah. she didn't. She got up and, like, he was just still being shot. It was kind of... Yeah. I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, even if you say, like, oh, well, yeah, they... When he screams and they fire the gun, that noise is supposed to cover the sound of her getting up and running. It's like, no, nah, I think they, they would still hear it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or or at the, at the very least, sure, she gets a head start. And, and you see, like, some arrows and stuff fly by her, but it's still, like pretty unbelievable that she'd be able to outrun him especially like after a couple of days of like not eating and drinking and stuff and i mean it's you know it's a minor uh yeah it, it's a minor quibble like you know i don't think the ending necessarily like bad but yeah it feels like it could have been better mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's fair but yeah i mean i do think we kind of uh glossed over it a little bit but like i really do like the you know um the vines themselves uh i, I do like and, and the idea of them being able to mimic um like sounds and stuff is just like a really good um like idea uh you know especially like in terms of horror there's a lot of like really cool creepy stuff uh that you can do with that and then like um y- you know i like i think there's one instance where uh yes stacy's like being paranoid and stuff and like she'll say something and then you just kind of hear it like repeated in, yeah. in, in the background like you know she'll be like cut it out and then you just hear like you know cut it out cut it out cut it out and like all this kind of like you know there's some like uh generally like you know pretty cool horror moments like that yeah that, and, was, uh, that was a good idea i i, I like that um I, well, I, I think like you said though like that it, it like that's one cool thing but maybe like yeah maybe like it would have been better if they could have thought of like maybe another few things that kind of mm-hmm you know uh put it over that like it it's uh i mean i don't know if it's necessarily like a bad thing but i feel like the <clears throat> you know most of the complaints aren't um stuff that's in the movie itself but it's more like stuff that uh was omitted like you know things like oh you know would have been cool if they did this or like hey like you know if they went farther with this thing or anything you know it's um it, it's more like complaints about stuff that we would have liked to have seen or or yeah could have gone farther yeah um i think um there's a there's a scene actually where jeff says oh this this thing that's here this 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 you know these veins whatever this is it has to be really old because the insects and stuff know not to land here and all right like the the animals are scared to come here and i thought on the one hand i was like okay i guess um, maybe i kind of like that but it's also just kind of a convenient like they realize that people would say yeah but what about animals like coming in here and spreading yeah. it so they just wrote this in to explain why it's never spread uh which you know i think's fine but like yeah. it's just uh, I, th- I thought i'd mentioned that uh oh, sure. <laughs> so no i mean i think the movie is enjoyable enough i don't think it goes far enough with any of its premises uh I, like, like i say i think the moral debate of like should we go or stay as uh is missing but 
there is fun stuff to be had. I don't think the cast are annoying, certainly, and yeah. uh, you know, it's it's an interesting little survival movie, if nothing else, uh, with mm-hmm. some some nasty like sort of IDs and effects here or there. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not the nastiest, but certainly some cringeworthy stuff. Some uh, you know heebie-jeebies yeah. type uh, <coughs> stuff. So that's basically that's basically it. So uh, Tim, what are you giving yeah. the ruins out of ten? Uh, I think I'll give it a, a 6.5. Uh, I think it's a pretty good, fun, enjoyable watch. But yeah, like you said, there's it's maybe just missing like a few little pieces or a, a little bit more oomph to, you know, kind of push it over the edge from just being like, all right, that was good, you know, to versus something like, oh, wow, this is this is awesome. Like, yeah, we're still talking about this movie. Um, but no, it, it's certainly enjoyable. Like if you come across it and haven't seen it before, I think it's a, a decent watch and like, you know, it's uh, and it does something that you know really, you know, I can't really think of too many other movies like it. Like, there's certainly, you know, plenty of like survival movies and stuff, but like, you know, uh, Killer Plants is kind of a cool idea. I don't really see much of that. Um, oh, I've got a movie actually on uh, DVD called Contamination Seven, which I think is also <laughs> technically, like, I think it's in some markets was called Troll three okay i could be wrong right i could be wrong i'd have to double check that uh but that's about killer veins Uh, we'll have to do that someday Uh, okay sounds great maybe as a bonus uh but uh, so what did you give that there what what number was that uh 6.5 6.5 uh pretty good but yeah it's not over the top yeah yeah i I think i would go probably i I would say uh probably one of the better uh ben stiller movies but what <laughs> explain <laughs> you that watch the, did you not watch the credits ben stiller produced it <laughs> oh i didn't know uh yeah. fair enough fair enough okay ben stiller was involved uh, that's why if you i don't know if you saw the tweet i did from screams but i, I did i did see that actually um <laughs> I, I, yes, I was confused by Ben Stiller. I, I, I thought it was going to be a play in words. I thought there was going to be something in this where like a character was called Stiller or something like that. Right. Uh, and then I wasn't paying attention for it uh, because I'd forgotten about the tweet by the time I was watching it. But um, so, yeah, I yeah, I think I'm going to go with just the straight six. I think I'll go just a nudge lower, um, mainly just because of missed potential of the, of its various yeah. ideas. But uh, a decent enough watch, though, and I think it's just fine. Uh, and you should, you know, if you want a nice, easy little movie to watch, uh, I think it's one that I'd recommend just throwing on and having some fun with. But yeah, because uh, this is the thing. We actually use our whole 10-point scale. This is not a video game review show where... The, the only ratings that exist are 7, 8, 9, and 10. <laughs> six, 6 is still above the 5 mark. 6 yeah. is fine. 6 is a perfectly watchable thing. Uh, many a 6 that I, I greatly enjoy. So, sure. uh, so the runes uh, comes in at 6 out of 10. So, yeah. and, and again, I like I like what you said, uh, <clears throat> you know, missed potential where, mm. <clears throat> you know, I, I don't think it necessarily, like a lot of the stuff that's on there is... Um, bad but you know i guess i mean i think it's a, a maybe a better of a complaint to be like oh no we like what's here we just want more and, and maybe expanding some stuff versus like mm. uh you know oh no we're, we're deducting points because of stuff that is on screen is bad yeah so and yeah. then and again it's been a while but uh I, I would recommend the book too if anyone you know it's a nice uh yeah it's not too long it's nice um if you're looking for like uh especially during the summer like a horror vacation book if you're you know traveling somewhere it's a nice little read although not if you're traveling to uh ruins and 
Yeah. Well, that might <laughs> help you with uh, what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> Only go to the touristy ones where there's like yeah. tourist signs and people <laughs> guides and things like that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that is uh, that is the ruins, uh, which will wrap up the show more or less. Uh, you can let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below. You can like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fudge for channel updates if you want to support the show. As we mentioned earlier, you can go to patreon.com slash TV. Uh, you can also support us by rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. More people find us that way. Also, share us on social media. So there's a couple of free ways to help us, of course, uh, or financially on Patreon, uh, all of which is uh, greatly appreciated and you're much loved for it. Uh, but uh, otherwise, check out other content that we make on Mailflash TV. Uh, other than streams after midnight. Uh, but that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time